0: <laughs> to a very special edition of the Next Lander Podcast. Special for many, many, many reasons. One, extra... What? Extra, extra. remote. Extra. 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 all about it. Extra remote Brad Shoemaker is here.
1: Right. Chew on those vowels. Just... Arr, extra. Uh,
0: you, are, you are double remote. hmm
1: uh, Wait. And, wait, I am? What's mm-hmm.
0: that? What is it that means that? You're, you're not only... Uh, not uh, working uh, out remote from your home. You're working remote from somewhere else. A re- <laughs> right. Remote from somewhere else.
1: <laughs> Double remote. I was almost going to be triple remote today. <laughs> I very nearly was going to be then yet another five hours from here, but didn't quite work out that way. Anyway, hello, hi.
0: Hi. Also special, uh I'm not feeling super well, so I'm going to be working from home today. Okay. Uh, okay. yeah, you. so I'm going to I'm going to remote in today. That's fine. Alex- I'll go into the office for you. <laughs> Alex Navarro holding down the New York office, the newly mm-hmm. or soon to be registered New York office, I should say uh as uh, as filings go in uh holding it down there in queens how you doing we have to not do that joke because people are going to think we actually have an office in new york <laughs> like we're right. actually
2: planning on that right now there are no plans for that i have to say joke 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 that said <laughs> yes no things are going great here in queens you know we'll know how okay. this
0: works <laughs> yeah i should say Mostly joke, but do not go to the New York office because it, uh, it, it is, it is just an apartment somewhere in Queens. Yeah. <laughs> do, do not, do not visit the New York. It's a office. burnout warehouse in, in Bayside. Also do not visit the New Jersey office and do not mm-hmm. visit the California office. Uh, you are more than welcome to try and visit, uh, any of the other offices. Please do not visit months. my home. That's right. That is my right. request to all of you. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, we are here. We are going to record this podcast. Not talk about our amazing tax filings. Mm. uh, Other other things to talk about going on this week, like Uh, like your like your health. Oh, my health! That's right. So, I I, yeah, big health. Heflow is out this. Health infinite is out this week. First the multiplayer, (laughs) and then. Now the, can- the single player. I, feel like, Honestly, uh, I feel health
2: like... infinite does sound like a terrible <laughs> health
0: care
1: provider. I feel, I feel like we could use another couple rounds on that one. But if you like, <laughs> <laughs> please
0: go ahead. Uh, we um, I, I, I'll i just close the uh, close the loop here on this. I I had a bad head cold starting out this week since we pretty much record every four hours. I can, uh, I can do our four hour recording update. Uh, I had a bad head cold and I feel a little better today. I hear a little of my voice still, I wound up taking my first at home, my first, your first at home COVID test, my first at home COVID test, stuck a swab up my nose. Oh, they do give you the, really? Yep. You put a couple of drops, some kind of a, uh, um, you know, whatever, whatever kind of thing that reacts with the proteins in the, in the COVID booger, I'm kind you know, of a little thing.
1: I'm kind of surprised they let you swab your own nose. I mean, I can tell you from mm-hmm. experience that that swab is something even medical professionals can mess up.
0: You, sw- you can swab your nose. You can swab your friends. I don't know. You, uh, yeah, you, swab your, you can swab your nose the Family. You s- f- swirl around.
1: The family that swabs together, help me right. out.
0: Uh, uh, robs together. Oh, wow. Yeah. All yeah. right. It's, That's you're, not you're, bad. It's statistically you're, true.
1: You're free of COVID, but not of crime.
2: <laughs> That's right. The latest uh, teen trend, swabbing,
0: is hitting <laughs> the high schools this week. Everyone's swabbing each other. Uh so I swabbed both nostrils swirled it around up there stuck it in the little thing and uh very much it's very like pregnancy test style thing of um you know hey if this line shows up then you're positive if not problem is prob- problem is problem is problem is it's got a blue line on the thing what they tell me is Ooh. a blue line and then they're like okay, this should turn purplish pink. (laughs) And I'm like, Jetsy, come look, do I have COVID? She's like, no, it's, is it blue or is it purplish pink? Are there two lines? It says if, okay, it says if there are two lines, but one, if they both need to be purple. And I did not, um, I did, it came up, no lines showed up. Okay. And my lines was purple. So I guess that means, according to that test, it was a head cold. And that, ends that chapter hopefully
1: and you got you got both brands right you doubled
0: up i didn't check the other brand Ah. so uh, um i had ordered some covid tests but then um my wife ran out to go find some locally just because they were going to take two days so um uh she did after about going to like three different places there was a place semi nearby that had them in stock picked them up and now i have some extras you know probably good to keep on hand as we head into wave 87 also Uh, also,
1: you avoid the dreaded situation where you might get one up and one down.
0: That's right. If you take I, them both, uh, and then what do you do? Well, I, I maybe I could be very wrong here, the, because most of my stuff is anecdotal, and uh, I don't talk to scientists that often. But I had heard m- more false positive than for false negative stuff. But I, again, I, I really don't know if that's true. I mean, uh, I am feeling better. I would take another one, I guess, if I were feeling worse. Um, but, you know, at... What, how much does it cost? They come in packs of two, and I think they were $14. So it's seven bucks a pop. Wow. Um, and then I think that was the cheapest I saw them, seven bucks a pop. I'll wait a little bit. Let's see what goes on here. They'll burn yeah. through those things. Yeah,
1: I mean, hey, you're feeling spry enough to play Halo Infinite the second it came out
0: that's right that's right hey let's just get into it man hey we don't have to burn all the time on my nose boogers (laughs) and my swab Uh, and my swabbing i was having such a good time with them though man i don't know if i want to get off of this yet we can go back into the fun of wearing a mask with a runny nose i really want to get in there should
1: i be concerned that you felt the need to specify that they were nose boogers is there another kind
0: Oh sure yeah. Oh you oh, don't yeah. want to know about you that guy yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah. talk. Hey Halo is out. <laughs> Hello. Halo. Uh it is Halo. Um, it is Emergence Day. Uh it is a uh, yep, Halo
1: that's right. <laughs> yep, D-Day here on mm-hmm. Planet Halo. Uh, uh
0: I have downloaded uh, uh we are recording this a bit later in the day and we got some Halo in. Brad, you've played way more Halo than both of us. I will just yeah. say I, I played a little bit. You warned me that the beginning of Halo takes a little bit to get to that open world stuff, and uh-huh. uh, I'm still not in the open world oh, stuff. You've got some corridors to crawl, and ships and space to traverse. And uh-huh. um, okay, here's I'm going to open with this. I'm really enjoying what I'm playing so far. Uh, I think it's fast, it's fun. The grappling hook is a lot of uh, a lot of good time so far. Just moving around, uh, and then mix that with a lot of Halo stuff. Boy. Master Chief is doing everything he can not to aim down those sights though, right? Am I right? <laughs> just That's not his way. It's just so. not his way. Just pulls up we're almost there. Just like another another like foot and a half and you get down those sights. But um yeah, I'm having a real good time with it. It's like moving in a way. We talked about this in the video we posted. It's it, you feel superhuman and master chiefest, and then you get surrounded. Your shields go down, you, and you pop really quickly, right? So like, yeah, you, you still have to be a little tactical. But a lot of times, you're just grappling, punching, you know, doing all sorts of stuff, and and flying through that. I am so lost on the narrative, dude. Yeah, like yeah.
1: you came in here almost incensed before this because you, just, you just seemed <laughs> like you felt like you had missed some stuff. Yeah, I don't I've, think I've, I don't I don't think there was anything to miss. I don't think any of that <laughs> stuff is stuff you're supposed to know about. I don't know. I. Think I that- I'll tell you this. I am armed with the Wikipedia page for Halo Wars 2 just in case right now.
0: I, I think I've got the like double jeopardy of, uh, of, I'm going to use that term. It's not what it means, but I'm going to use it. Of, no, that's um, fine. You're, you're pot committed okay. at this point. Of, um, I don't know if I'm supposed to know, you know, like that whole thing of like, If I knew that I was supposed to be missing this information, it would be okay. But yeah, when I came in here, I was like, okay, what's going on here? And when you you were like, I don't think you're supposed to know what's going on there. That makes it even worse for me. So you think uh, it's an if-you-know-you-know situation, but you don't know? Yeah, but I but I
2: don't know. See, uh, I extra don't know because again, I really checked out on Halo lore after three, so I oh, wow. I I am very far away from what any of this
1: shit is. I don't know that you've missed that much. I don't well, know. No, that's the thing. I, I I have not
2: been told that like any of what I've missed is like vital or exciting I, or great. It's just like I just don't know.
0: There was a point in that game when I was running down one of those corridors, and this is super early on, so there's no spoilers here. But there's just like a uh, 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 kind of floating tablets with uh, pictograms of humans on them. And somebody just goes, oh, yeah, that Forerunner stuff. <laughs> uh, and I'm just like, what? I, I've missed a lot as well. Uh, and, you know, the person was just like uh, the, the the voice in my head was just like, oh, uh, they told or no, it was the guy from the Pelican. He's like, oh, man, they mentioned the humans and the Forerunner stuff was weird. But, huh. All right. Dude, running on. Uh, well, OK, you guys aren't as deep in as
1: I am, but no, that guy Oh, you Shuts. mean Mr. Game Over Man? <laughs> Dude, he is like it is nothing but that. <laughs> yeah. He is the most excitable video game companion I think I've like, he is never stops talking about how he is about to be killed and you gotta get him the hell out of here because he's about to be killed. Oh my god, we're gonna die. <laughs> Constantly. So the, is yeah, the, the, are
2: the Space Marines really this hard up for people at this point? Because this guy feels like the guy you pull in when literally everyone <laughs> else is dead.
1: Like he really does not want to be there. I did. I kind of. I like that little scene at the beginning where he's all like mm. high and tight, military crew cut looking guy, and then in one nice smooth camera move, like he yeah. has aged six months and like big beard and like oh he's been stranded for a while. It
0: was a hard six months. Like. Joel Last of Us.
1: I thought I mean like the little hologram with his wife and child was a little bit trite, but like I thought that whole thing
0: was done pretty well. So that that okay, the the game has run pretty much fine for me and I'll chalk this up to just kind of turn and burn on the install and go. That part um sat on that hologram and didn't move and I was just kind of waiting there and the only th- when I hit all the I hit any buttons it just said skip. So I was like, "Oh, well, I'm not going to skip it. Am I supposed to like reach forward like push the stick forward i can move the camera around but it just sat there on that hologram without triggering the dialogue or anything and it just didn't move um and then uh i was like i thought it was one of those things like in um uh alex you'll probably know what i'm talking about like man Mm -hmm. of medan and those games where you like reach forward and then turn a thing with your hand (laughs) like Mm -hmm. reach and grab it uh and then i finally just hard quit the game and quit out and reloaded back in, and it's just a fluid cutscene. It just goes yeah. around the the whole thing. Uh, so yeah, that was that was weird. And again, maybe it was just because it was like install, go, let's move it, keep it moving. Uh, but yeah, that was a little that was corny. Show daddy, look how big yeah, you are. are. Yeah, no, uh, I got it. Like you, you need you need the slightest bit of like why this guy is on edge and why he wants to get. I think he wants to get again. I don't know enough of the story. Is there a home to go back to at this? point? I'm
1: not sure. I don't know. I. I'm looking at this Wikipedia page and I can't answer that question.
0: Can you do a find on there for uh, Zeta Halo? Uh, Ringworld? I, be- I, I, I
1: believe like Zeta Halo. What happened Zeta Halo? So I believe Zeta Halo is completely new. The Banished are definitely not. The Banished were definitely in Halo Wars 2. Okay.
2: Okay. Great. Atrios?
1: Uh, Atriox?
2: Atriox? I love celebrating the entire canon.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. So Atriox was in. Uh, in Halo Wars Two, okay, that's good to know. Also, he's voiced by John DiMaggio. Who would have thought? Yeah. Huh. Um, Doesn't sound like him. <laughs> okay, what else
0: you got? I <laughs> it really for, it really is Emergence Day.
1: Okay, let's just keep this Control F train of rolling okay, here. Okay. I, I search for I search for what is the big capital ship? UNSC Infinite or Infinity? Wait, it must yeah. it can't be Infinite. That's his name. It, it, it's, it's it's Infinity, right?
0: It's all infinity, man. You got me, man. It's, you know, the big ship. The big ship at the beginning is, like, kind
1: of taken over by the banished. It's the infinity. Okay. Okay. That is not mentioned on this Wikipedia page. Okay. Okay. So, your guess is as good as mine? I don't know. Like, I... I, Search Spartan. All I really knew going into this was what happened at the end of Halo 5, which is that Cortana went rampant and rogue, right? And became, like, kind of the villain.
0: And that's about it. Okay, so maybe maybe I'm not supposed to know. Maybe we'll just get more as we go. I like listen. I, I I like to usually know what's going on here, but so far, he Master Chief. There was a part in the very beginning where Master Chief is staring at a map, and there's some display on his visor, and he's like, "Set a new waypoint. We're going in to get the thing." And I was like, "What? Did I miss a beat here?" And the you know Pelican guy, the ship pilot's like, "Why are we going home again?" And then we just go get another AI. What, how did do you know how hey, he knew look, that thing was there?
1: You know how this works. There is always a Halo, a Spartan, and an AI. He's
0: mm-hmm. a very lonely Spartan. I can see why like, and, and having your AI <laughs> AI ripped out makes you a lonely a lonely John. Uh, uh, do you know? Do you know why he? How he kind of knew? Was he just like scanning mission objectives? Did he pull up the start menu and found a new mission? <laughs> or like what? Yes, he see subtle
1: waypoint. <laughs> I I don't know. I really like I. I believe the whole thing takes place in medias Ris, right? <laughs> like in the that, middle just that okay. of right in it. I, I think, I think that's the idea. I don't, I don't. All right. Please, for the love of God, don't go read any novels. I don't think there's anything there to find. I
0: might go read a novel or two. I don't, I don't think know. You, don't, don't read a novel. Okay. Let me ask you this. Uh, again, you are from first from Brad Shoemaker. Never read a novel. <laughs> did uh, he is, he is caught suspended in space mm-hmm. in his like survival mode in his uh, armor. That happened already. Didn't that happen already? Was that Halo four? No like no, were- no 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 I think that
1: that happens in the intro to this which I think is a flashback to events we've never seen unless that happens at the end of Halo Wars 2 I have no idea.
0: But but wasn't it wasn't there a stranded Master Chief at the end of Halo oh. 3? Oh you're right. I think yeah that did this is like He's the second. He's been this, stranded before.
1: I think, I think you're totally right. Isn't this actually the second time they have found him floating in space?
0: Who's gonna drop that guy? Like that guy that kills him at the beginning of this game? Just rip his head I off, know, right? <laughs> what are do you doing? What are you doing? This guy survives like planet fall in that suit. The guys can like. Go, you, that's not how you kill Master Chief. Also, the gravity in this <laughs> the gravity in this game. Is narrative gravity. It's, it's oh, their, yeah. Are you about all the need- shit
2: falling apart into the exact platforming
0: sequence that you need? Oh, yeah. Oh, not even that. I just mean like holding out Master Chief out of an airlock and then uh, an open airlock and then letting go and he drops down. Uh, I guess maybe he was close enough to some kind of gravity well or, or planet or something, but you would assume he would let go of your head it's and he would of just close. stay there. <laughs> just just kind of just not move but i don't know maybe that ship is moving very quickly and master chief is not relative to the ship i don't know what kind of gravitational field master chief has it's big it's big right. for microsoft john Pulled 117
1: makes his own gravity okay that's
0: right i i'm enjoying this game so far it's fun brad now it's, you can tell fire me Firefights are good once yeah. you get to this open world what do i have to look forward to um
1: kind of a lot of the same stuff over and over from what i saw Uh, I only got a handful of hours into it because the review build that they opted us into expired after a week Mm -hmm. and I had like the timing didn't line up very well. I had travel going on and some other stuff and then an internet outage stopped me from playing it for a while. So (laughs) I got a five, six hours into the campaign before we lost access to the review build. Um, but so we put that video up, you guys watched me play a bunch of it Mm -hmm. and I, I think I maybe did it twice in that video. I went and took a forward operating base, you know, the fobs. Yeah. Those might as well be Ubisoft towers. Those are basically <laughs> Assassin's Creed towers, it turns out. Because every time you take one of those, they quite literally bring up a world map and just, like, a wave of icons uh, populates okay. around it. Um, and every time I took a FOB, it was this same set of icons. So it was like, okay, there's a there's a banished outpost here to take. There's a high-value target roaming around. You can go kill them. Okay. Uh, there are... Three UNSC squads that are sending out distress calls. You can go help them. Like, and there are a bunch of Spartan cores, which are the the upgrade points. But like, it's kind of there's kind of the same activities.
0: What? Um, because well, you did a fob, and then there's another thing, just like a bad guy base, right? There's like, the, yeah, that was uh, the Banished
1: outpost or whatever they call it. I forget outpost. the actual okay. terminology. But so, so that was so the fobs. You take a fob in thirty seconds. There's like. Every okay. time I took one, there were like 12 enemies there, and I just killed them, and that was it.
0: And like, then the UNSS, UNSC owns that fob, right? Yeah, and
1: so those become fast travel points, and you can spawn uh, any vehicles and weapons you've unlocked uh, up to that point there. Okay. Um, it's funny, the fobs very quickly make you see how they tried to paper over the lack of campaign co-op in this. Huh. because So you, you, have, you have what's called valor points, which you earn for doing side missions and taking fobs, and I think you even get them from story missions. And you've got what looks like a battle pass in the single player campaign. Oh. Which you are, you'll see it, it's under uh, I Oh, I think that. I saw it while you were playing. Yes, yes we saw okay. it in that video. So it's yeah. like literally just a, lo- a giant row of icons from left yeah. to right of stuff you unlock with valor points as you play through the story and that's like you know, now you can spawn a warthog at your right. fobs. Now you can get this gun now you can do this. Like a bunch of the icons on the stuff that you can unlock are people. They're like specialists they're like, oh now you can <sighs> spawn a rocket trooper guy. Like oh, now, now, wow. your, now your fobs will have this type of soldier. So very quickly, huh. very quickly, as if you spawn a warthog at your fobs, a bunch of AI dudes will run over and jump into it with you. Like be like, yeah, master chief, let's go fuck shit up. That's like, wild. Yeah. Okay. So like, so like they, they, because otherwise like you see this open world and you see these fobs with all these vehicles you can spawn and you are right. instantly like, man, I wish I could get a couple friends in here and we could mm. all pile into this thing and just tear around and do stuff. Uh, but that is not an option yet. So they they shut that AI in there. That's they haven't given a
2: timetable on when that stuff is launching. Other the next year, right?
1: I mean, I, I uh, I want to say they said after season one of the multiplayer, which is now ending in May. So it's a okay. ways. It's a ways yeah.
0: off. Uh, I haven't been in the uh, uh Halo co-op game in a while. do have they all had local campaign? Yes. yes. Okay. Do well, you think I, this one I, will I, as well? I
1: don't know if this one actually will or not. I'm not okay. sure. Now that they're doing an open world, that's kind of a lot. It's a lot. For, yeah four people on a like console. Like split screen? Yeah, They might be. I, I wouldn't put it past them, but...
0: Okay. Um, I was thinking it, about jumping into the Halo games co-op with my kids and seeing if... Uh, or at least my son. I don't know if my, my daughter would enjoy it, but I don't know if my son will either, but um, it could be fun. Because I, I need to catch up on some Halo lore. At least four are, and five. Are you sure? Are you sure? Uh, yeah, I think those games are fine, right? I, uh, they're
1: fine. Yeah, fine. Yes is a good word. Yeah. Like, they're uh, not bad. Like they're not. They're not bad games,
0: but... And they're not super long. I mean they're I think, long, I mean, but they're I, not super I, long.
1: I think I think they struggle to find Halo's new identity in a post covenant world. Sure. Yes. Honestly, but uh here
0: Well, we as, far, are. as far as I can understand, the banished are just like the ragtag uh, we are a uh, a faction without a home, right? The covenant The leftovers. Yeah. Sure. The, the military sure. and they're just like Let's go with the, that. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of a uh, bunch, of, bunch of brutes getting
1: too big for their britches.
0: And and some grunts and some, uh, some elites, grunts, a few
1: elites, not so many elites this time, but they're around.
0: Uh, some named characters in there. I uh, I saw you run around. I think that grappling hook in the open world, uh, even in the closed spaces. I, I was afraid I wasn't going to remember to use it, but that is not the case. I use yeah. that thing all the time. I wish the cooldown were instant on that thing. I, so
1: th- you'll get there pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you know, it's got it's got a very vanilla upgrade tree. You know, like mm. the upgrade tree in this thing is like. It's five categories with, what is it, four pips each? Five pips each, I think?
0: And, oh, from the thing I saw, yeah, four was it? And,
1: and you and you find upgrade points in the world and you just upgrade those abilities as, as you like. You know, like, it's really pretty familiar stuff. Hmm. But, like, that's where the variety in the combat starts coming in. Like, you've seen, a, it's, it's interesting because they put the multiplayer out for this before the campaign, so you have actually seen a lot of the abilities you will unlock over the course of this campaign because they're right. already in the multiplayer. So, like, the the drop shield, Yeah, the the big orange energy shield you've seen in multiplayer Mm -hmm. like that's one you get later on Um, stuff like that Uh, and you upgrade, uh, you know, the abilities and kind of cooldowns and stuff on each one of them. So like very quickly, you'll get to the point where your grappling hook is cooling down almost as fast as you can use it. Oh, great. And and like it shocks enemies when you when you hit them with it so they can't (laughs) attack you while you're zipping to them.
0: That's good. Uh, I uh and pro- maybe does it lower their defenses too because a lot of those brutes just put their arms up when I uh, I think there there them. are some enemies I think that can still resist the stun okay.
1: when you hit them with it I think, but uh, uh grappling
0: those explosives are super fun. Yes. To, to yes yeah. It's yeah. a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, like as 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 straightforward as that upgrade tree is, like the combat really does start feeling like more than just Halo as you start mm. filling it out because it really does just feel like Halo at first.
0: Yeah, a lot of grenades, a lot of punching, a lot of uh uh a very mm-hmm. specific weapon feel shoot. that is Be- unmistakably Be- Halo. Off oh.
1: corridors.
2: That, was it the Mauler? That like little handheld? Yes, held, I, the uh, Mauler
1: uh, is probably my favorite weapon. I well, it's it, good,
2: because it's the one you get the most of, uh, that <clears> and the Needler, I think, pretty much in the uh, early goings.
1: I don't know that I'm feeling the Needler in this one. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, I haven't found it that useful, really. I like the Needler on a... Well, now the combo of... Um, all right, I'm still working on my uh, my uh, my combos here, but I mm-hmm. think on an Elite... Unloading with the needler, pop the elite shields and then grapple and punch t- seems to take them down yeah. pretty quickly so well, that's a it's like a fun combo. it is Is like
1: I, yeah, you're right. I have been finding combos too like for there are so there's like the regular brutes that are not too hard to yeah. take down, but then you quickly start meeting like super brutes <laughs> and you can't just zip to them and punch them in the face, and kill them, but what I've been doing is switch to the plasma grade grenade okay and you'll zip to them and hit them and do some damage and then as soon as you kind of bounce back off of them you can stick a plasma grenade on them like without missing ever because you're right in their face. Oh, I like that. And just pop back before it explodes and like that's a fun way to take those out. Like it's it's pretty it's fast-paced, it's zippy, like there's a lot yeah. of variety in the combat. Like it's 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 really fun to just shoot stuff in these open encounters.
0: I I kind of like I'm very excited for the co-op campaign stuff that is I know it's it's like just never it's happy a ways Caravella. Off, my friend. like yeah. uh just always want the next thing but just, i'm curious to see what it looks like just watching um you know a bunch of grappling hooks against ai going off you know people zipping uh or at least a partner zipping around cuz uh, it's a lot of fun especially in those little corridors i've missed a couple of times with the grappling hook and that's uh that can be a little devastating when you <laughs> when you go past a the guy there into battle is-
2: like, a just a little too much precision, or a degree of precision that is, like, missing from the grappling hook that I feel like would make it, like, the best grappling hook. Mm. Like, it's still fun, it's it's good to use, I enjoy it, and I especially like using it in combat, but, like, I don't know, like you said, there's just, like, a maybe it's my aim, I don't know, but, like, it feels like sometimes you're just a little off <laughs> in a way that you shouldn't be when you're in those, like, hectic firefights.
0: Uh, You know, I'm curious how this is on the PC. I think, Brad, you've talked about it a bunch, kind of wanted to check out mouse and keyboard. I had a problem. I had a problem, um, you know, just kind of cropped up. But the auto aim or the kind of aim assist, let's say, uh, on the controllers, or maybe it was the weapon I was using. I thought it was a a plasma carbine. was I was trying to shoot an explosive next to a guy, and the bullets kept going into the person uh, <laughs> instead of the the it, thing. It's very generous. Like it's, I couldn't, I couldn't hit is. the thing. That, that plasma plasma
1: carbine in uh, in particular almost reminds me of the kind of magic uh, briefcase from Hitman. <laughs> in, like, have it's you going seen that? that? Corners, like, yeah. No, it, it literally almost does. Like I sometimes, <laughs> literally see those things just curving in like a really <laughs> obvious kind of ridiculous way.
0: I mean, is that the weapon? Is it supposed to do that? Oh, no, I think that's just them a little assist giving you an assist yes yeah i mean you have some pretty serious air control with the grappling hook like you're mobile it's uh yeah
1: yeah it's it's pretty cool yeah fling around a lot more yeah like that becomes crucial like the game's not easy like i've been playing it on normal and it's like i died in some encounters especially like some of those high value targets that roam around because you can get unique weapons Mm -hmm. off of killing them like i've died on some of those encounters like a dozen times like they really get on top of you so what does that mean?
0: get a unique weapon? I I'd never
1: it? quite figured out what the differences were. They definitely have different skins, and I really hope that's not the only difference. Like I was,
0: I, kept, I think it could I, be a little stronger than the yeah,
1: other it, ones of it, that type. It, it might just be slightly higher damage or something, but I, I I could never quite tell what was different about the firing characteristics. Do you pull them out from a fob or something yes. at that point? Yes, you okay. can. You can. You can get them at the fob. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So so you guys have not made it to the open world yet? No. No, no, I'm still in the ship, the yeah, second it, ship. It, it really does take some time. Uh but I was I I was definitely enjoying my time with the campaign, but I started to have some concerns toward mm. the end of the time I spent with it about repetition. Okay. Like like I said, those those activities are the activities and you're going to see those every time you take over a fob, you're going to do those same things again. Um and I didn't Really get a lot of value in there being an open world in between those activities. Mm. Like, you know, it you know it's fun enough to drive a warthog around, but there's not. I didn't see a lot to discover from point to point. You know,
0: yeah, yeah. It's it's
1: really just you're spending some time getting from place to place, and it looks decent enough, and that's fine. But like, you know, anything of interest is marked as an icon on your map, and anything in between there feels like it's like kind of empty from what I saw.
0: Do they um, do they gate off the story missions by doing open world stuff? Like, hey, we need to go take down two more uh, outposts or something like that. Not like at all just that I've seen. It. Yeah,
1: not okay. not at all that I've seen. Every, every story mission I had access to, it would just pop the icon on the map and you could just go there.
0: Okay, so you can kind of, it seems like at least you might be able to go at your own pace yes, through I, the story. I think that's the case.
1: Although, so like, and it also got into a very familiar routine every time I did a story mission because then you're just going into an interior which is very classic Halo, right? Right. To the point that the one I left off on was like, it was so classic Halo that I fought the same exact room like three or four times in a row. And by the time I got to the last of that exact same, you know, it's like kind of classic Halo copy and paste level design, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they make some cool combat encounters and then you see those repeatedly. Uh, so after I did the same cavernous room fight like three times in a row, I was like, oh, I'm going to take a break.
0: I wanted. My biggest question is: Have you found anything that explains the grappling hook? Is there? He just kind? has it when they start eight? that cutscene. Yeah. It's just like he's just got it. Is Check it out.
1: Yeah. Grappling hooks are
0: pretty cool. Oh, sure. Oh, it's, I get it. Hey. I mean, if somebody came up to Master Chief and was like, Grappling hooks are pretty cool. Yeah, they are. Here, okay, take what
2: if I told you they were going to release a solo DLC campaign where you <laughs> find out the story of how Epo- Master Chief got his iconic Vinny, grappling
1: don't, hook? Don't uh, read, don't read the grappling hook novel, please.
0: I will read I'm the entire book I'm of uh, 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 Halo, Tales of the Grapple, or um, uh, mm, That mm. grappling hook was Cortana's brother. Oh, no! And then now you wear it in memory.
1: I, uh, I what do you think of the new AI? Like I I can't tell if I'm being suckered or not because like I I've, just
2: got her so I, I don't really have an opinion. I really like them so far.
1: I I do too, but I feel like I'm being hoodwinked because it <laughs> kind of feels like it's just an excuse to basically just have original Cortana again. Like she's very mm-hmm. much got that like sprightly like sprightly yeah. upbeat vibe of original Cortana, but real Cortana of course is like, you know, rogue and bad now. It, is- it kind of it kind of feels like they're having their cake and eating it too a little bit of like Say, I sure is an awful lot like the one you love, even though not technically. But but again, like it's
0: working on me. So they do, uh, they do make you feel just a bit guilty when you get that new AI. They have like a brief uh, scene where uh, some kind of flashback where Cortana is like, you know, they're just going to give you a new AI, <sighs> right. uh, And it's just going to be, it's not going to be me. You know that, right? You know, it's not going to be me. Okay, I just want to double check. I'll be gone. It won't be me. And then you are just like, hi. Oh hi, I'm the new, new AI great. No. get in my head. Let's go um yeah i mean i I like them i think I think the facial animations are very good. I think mm-hmm. the kind of emoting is good. you know they it's a video game, and I'm not here to nitpick this stuff. I just find it funny in the what what is the word for manifesting interfacing with a computer by making? Like digital things do real things, like have to touch them or hug them. Like when she like <laughs> absorbs data and right. is like hug- hugging it and, you know, being like, what is what are you representing oh, here? Like,
1: wait until she starts doing like elaborate hand signals as she's hacking things. <laughs> like yeah, it's, uh, She has fun. I call yeah. that lawnmower
0: Manning. <laughs> I mean, there must be like a, like, hey, no, this would just be like a command line somewhere. Or or if that, you know, like the, you're just a computer talking to another computer. You don't need to like put your arms out and absorb a blue glowing thing and then be like, whoa, what a rush. Oh, that was data. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. That stuff's funny. I don't know how the computer materializes in Master Chief's hands or, you know, maybe he's got little projectors in there. It's fun. I like it. I think it's working so far for me um i think i think i realized once i got the new ai in my helmet i was like this is really important to this game to have another voice for master chief oh, for to sure. talk to throughout the game mm-hmm. because like, i don't
1: i don't think i've ever realized more than i have with this game how much of just a kind of a cipher that character is yeah like, right there exactly is, like there is no depth to master chief at all and like no, it never was and i didn't ever expect a guy it that I don't know. Maybe it's just, maybe I, maybe it was me that changed. I don't know. (laughs) And not Halo, but like, like just the, just the extreme one note heroism, just like never a single moment of doubt or hesitation. Just, I got this, you know, it's just like, yeah. It's like, what are you doing? He's like making solutions. You know, it's like he never stops. Exactly. He never says no. He never does anything but plow forward. It's like, are you? is there even a human in there?
2: I mean, is that's the a- thing, though, is that like, that's why so much of the lore about him is literally just about how he became the Master Chief, and then it was just like, okay, now he's the Master Chief. Like, he yeah. doesn't really do anything other than just fuck up whatever is I mean, in front of him
1: that's totally fine you know like that's yeah. class, that's classic he's video the game suit but yes it's yes totally it's classic video game prot- protagonist it's like one step away from doom guy it's just that they yeah. don't bother trying to make doom guy talk you know it's like yeah master chief is technically a character because he has dialogue but he's not really a character because there's nothing
2: there. no he's a quip machine
0: right
1: <laughs> right
2: and <laughs> yeah, those quips a- aren't even really funny they're just kind of like <laughs> you know straight and to the point it's like yeah, let's go. Let's do this.
0: Yeah, so he needs that kind of a foil or somebody else yeah. there to yes. to kind of move that along. And you know, without the AI, you're you're stuck with the, you know, the Pelican pilot, and then uh, you know, that just got old a little quickly. So it's nice.
1: I hope there's more in store for that guy. I hope he's got an arc. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Get him home. Get, yeah. I'll read that novel as well. The Tales. Or of the or is Pilots. is he gonna
1: make the ultimate noble sacrifice? I don't know.
0: You know what? I could see that very end of the game is like you're right, Chief. Yes. We do it. We do whatever we can. Yeah, uh, they're gonna make it, him mayor of Zeta Halo. There that's right. He's uh he's gonna be just a small little fiefdom on there. Yeah. He's gonna join the banish and actually take you out. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Fun so far. Pro- probably plenty of Halo Infinite in our futures. Oh sure. Um, yeah, yeah I'm, I will I'm, be playing a considerable
1: more around of this. I, I definitely want to hear what you guys think about the open world stuff. Like, that, that first banished outpost we did on that video that we put up on YouTube, like, you probably heard it in my voice. Like, I was, like, warming up to the game as we did that outpost, right? I was like, <laughs> yeah. right, you know what? Like, it's like, alright, I'm grappling up on top of buildings, and I'm, like, grabbing these fuel cores and throwing them in people's faces and doing all this acrobatic stuff, and, like, Halo but open is pretty awesome, you know? Like, I was really getting into it, but then, like, you know, I did like three more of those bases after that video and like, it's a lot more of that, you know, mm. and some of them, some of them are a little more klutzy than others of just like, oh boy, there sure are a lot of snipers on this one. I'm just mm. dying over and over stuff like that. So I, I want to see what kind of staying power it has. I'm, I'm going to have to start over because the saves didn't transfer from the review build. So that
0: is kind of wild. I will have
1: to go through that entire intro again.
2: That is really unfortunate.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, it's not a terrible intro. I do think they could get no, you just into the. Seems
2: a little long.
1: They could they could get you into the new part of the game, which is the open world, a little faster than they do.
0: Yeah, yeah. A lot of just it kind of opens up with some pretty traditional Halo, which is you know okay. But yeah. I, I am itching to get myself on a mongoose or a warthog mm-hmm. and start driving. Well, uh,
1: I mean, I immediately found myself driving Vinny style in this game, it, which is like. Don't follow the roads. Completely disregard roads and mountains and like obstacles of any kind. Like literally, just point at the objective and press the (laughs) stop. because, like, (laughs) at a certain point, I just wanted to get there. Like I said, I mean, it's fun to drive in that game, but there's not, from what I could see, there's not a ton to discover from like as you're going from point to point. And I kind of just wanted to get to the next mission and do it.
0: What you need are other Master Chiefs coming down the road the other way. So beep beep, hello, where are you going? That's right. Gotta get a fob. i'm I'm the blue master chief that's right check me out halo infinite out now as it's time of this recording you can
2: just download that shit
0: that's right free with game pass 60 dollars otherwise it is on
1: steam that was a weird experience i have it installed i have it installed on this xbox series s which i brought with me across the country to keep playing halo on yeah i had the multiplayer you know the the multiplayer beta installed on there and like to get the campaign after one o'clock today, I literally hit manage game on the multiplayer. Yes. Yes. Choose the just, part you want to install. And yeah. And it's just like listed as an add on you already have underneath. I was just like, okay, I guess I'll just take <laughs> campaign and hit save and it's going to update. Yeah. That was it's funny. Strange experience for like, what was originally going to be the premier launch title for the Xbox series X. Right.
0: I wonder if they'll roll that up in some of the further edition of that game. Some, uh, uh you know, if, I know they've said this is a platform, right? Or they've hinted at this as a platform, I not think, a, a game, yeah, right? Yeah, like
1: the, the language was something like, you know, Halo Infinite represents like the next decade of Halo or something like okay. that. But I don't know. Yeah. If that, that could mean a lot of things. I don't so know. So
0: maybe there'll be multiple components down the line. The no. tale, Tales of the Pelican yes, Pilot. Yes, the
1: Tales of the Master Chief.
0: Uh, the, uh, grapple Town. Uh, I thought you were, were
1: going to say Grapple Town, and
0: that sounded way more interesting. Grapple Town. Uh, it's hard. It's not an easy word to rhyme, grapple. Grapple, apple, and that's about it right
1: grab your snapple I mean, <laughs>
0: that's right
1: uh, what do you got grapple snapple apple
0: i don't know flapple i don't think i mean a lot word. of fun words a lot of fun words yes. uh lapple uh, cur- anyway
1: kerflapple cur- yes okay
0: kerflapple cur- the the grapple kerflapple
1: yep that's the one
0: uh hail infinite out now catch it yeah
1: it uh, seems pretty good chief is back curious curious to see how it holds up over time
0: apologies for my uh um halo universe ignorance uh i will i'm going to try and catch up i'll be an expert next time you see me i'm an expert me. please
1: tell me where that ship came from <laughs>
0: yeah i'm going to have to look i'm going to i'm going to do one of those cool videos where uh i talk all low now that i have this cold i can talk all low and that's right the master chief was born and uh it'll be about 4 hours long another game that came out recently Chorus. Mm. Oh, chorves. Chorves? chorves. 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 I'm getting that joke in one last time. To its one friends. more time. C-H-O-R-U-S. Chorus. Chorves. Yes, it is actually Chorus. Uh, I don't know why there's a big ol' V in that style it's like, thing. It's, it's style like Latin. Lines. It's like churches. Or <laughs> um, chorus is uh, uh, put out, I believe it's put out by Deep Silver. I think that's uh, yes. published by Deep Silver. Yes, It's a uh, it's interesting. It's we we've talked recently. I feel like more in the last six months ish, maybe than uh, previously. Maybe because we're playing binary domain, Alex. I don't know mm-hmm. about kind of three hundred and sixty throwbacks and kind of last gen throwbacks, Xbox One more three hundred and sixty stuff. This feels like a kind of well done throwback to that era of uh, Crimson Skies okay. or uh, um, you know arcade shooter you're, you're basically you're you're in a spaceship it's kind of arcade flight mechanics for the most part yeah. and you're kind of taking on missions where you're taking out space pirates and uh flying through uh pickups i see where you're going with that i was trying
1: yeah. to figure out what the kind of throwback connection was but once you said crimson skies i was like all right that makes sense i mean yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel it's like a f-
2: it, very simplified space flying mechanics and you know combat and like you know there are certain things you need to do to like take down any of those shields versus ones without but and it's a lot of like at least where i am in the game in the first couple of hours there's like an open world area <laughs> where you're in where you're kind of going from yeah. place to place least, and hitting obje- like find discovering new locations doing side missions for the various places around
1: there it is kind of open world spaceship rpg sort of yeah. there's no, yeah. there's no experience points you're not leveling it. well so you do oh, have you master are. you yeah. do have mastery challenges so you like <laughs> Kill fifty enemies with your guns and now your guns do more damage or you know stuff like yeah.
0: that. Yeah. You spend you spend money to upgrade your your ship a bit. It's um it's interesting. You're you're kind of this the story being uh the chorus is this unified vision for controlling humanity. It's a cult It's a cult. And you were in the cult. And you were in the cult, and yes. you were pretty you were an ace it's, in this cult. Yes. You,
1: in fact, you were the will you were a willing executioner in this cult, apparently. You, yeah, I thought, I thought like that intro like got like did a lot of work in a short period of time. Yeah, like I was like, wow, true, it's so. like there is like like the writing is pretty well done, and this narration is like pretty dramatic, and it's like okay, you've you've established pretty much everything going on <laughs> in this universe, like in the space of like two minutes. The yeah.
2: narration is very dramatic, uh, and there's a lot of it. Your character speaks in this very whispery tone that I would say like someone decided that an entire game needed to be narrated by Thane Krios. I, uh, it's that kind of like. Slightly hurried, slightly hushed talking where it feels like they are really trying to get get you through some significant thing very quickly
1: she, and she 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 basically so they mix like her actual dialogue to other characters with this like really highly dramatic whispered inner monologue like yeah literally <laughs> from. From sentence to sentence, she's like talking to people and then like whispering what she's actually thinking.
0: If you have seen Lord of the Rings, where they go to the Elf City and they talk to Galadriel and uh, they're they're all getting their boons or whatever, and And she makes a couple of Galadriel faces too. This this woman (laughs) is very intense. It is exactly that.
1: that, That's actually pretty good. A pretty good analogy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like you will, you will destroy them all. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Yeah. yeah, How's it going? There's definitely
1: some of that. Um, I kind of like it. i'm I've, I was a little I do torn. Too. I was torn on it. It's like very dr- melodramatic, but i I think it's kind of cool.
2: It's very melodramatic. But the thing is, like, I think they're not lingering on stuff too long. Like it moves you through the different objectives and story beats pretty quickly, at least in the early goings. And the combat is fun. like the the, yeah. the thing I was worried about with which is the thing I'm inevitably worried about with all these kinds of games is am I actually going to <laughs> enjoy the pew pew in space? And I very much do. Like it is it is. Simplified, but it is enjoyable, and it has just enough challenge to kind of keep you into it.
0: Yeah, I it's like to,
1: it's like very, very turn and burn arcadey kind of dogfights. It's yes. very much just like, oh well, this guy just flew past me. I got to cut my engines and do a one eighty, and then like, do you ever get a real one eighty? Do you like? I, I find myself badly wanting just a like quick yeah. turn one eighty button. I
2: it's more not, of a decelerate and hard turn yeah. than it is a one eighty. At least from not, what I've seen.
0: Yeah, not yet, but I um. S- so so two things. One, I had to knock my sensitivity way down. Uh I was playing uh with a controller and uh I just kept on like f- you know, squirrely all over the place. It's very sensitive, uh, for the aim. So uh so I I had to knock it way down. And uh you also we didn't mention you kind of have magic. You're uh you've got this like um you're I forget what they call you, they like, call it rights. Yeah, you're, rights. You're, right. You're, yeah. you're kind
1: of you're kind of like a space wizard, sort of space yeah. psionic wizard, I guess, p- <laughs> who, who was part of this cult. And like, what is it? The first one, the one you start with is like the right of the senses,
0: I think. <laughs> yes. Which yeah. is basically just a way to ping the environment to highlight objectives <laughs> and collectibles. But so maybe you get a right at some point that's like oh, the right of 180. I don't know. That it I can turn so. the ship around. There's you, you, there's there's you slots, get upgrades.
1: Yeah, there's slots in the menu for like what six different rights, it's, seven something like that. So.
0: Yeah, and, like, I've gotten I've gotten three ship upgrades. I got that laser, and then I got the healing um, nanobots for the ship. So I'm filling out my D-pad, so I don't know. Eventually, I'll get to the one. There is a drift I saw on the um, Ooh. on the controller. Oh, okay. I want to do some drift. I, I don't think I have it yet, though. It's on the left bumper. Uh, just when I was looking at the mapping of the controller, I saw it on there. Uh, but I hit it a bunch and nothing happened. Uh, so, yeah, it's fun. I, I, I like it. It's... It is, it's a $40 game, yeah. so, you know, pay attention to that. I, it feel,
2: but it also, like, you know, talking about those kind of throwback games, it feels like a game that would have cost $40 on, like, the PS2 or the 360 <laughs> era as well. So, like...
1: It's very good looking. Yeah, yeah it uh, looks really nice, actually. Yeah. Like sharp. Ex- the explosions, all the laser effects and stuff. Even on the, on the Series S that I brought out here, like, it's solid 60 FPS. Like, yeah. Very, very nice looking.
0: The back of your ship looks great like the, you see it Those a lot. Afterburners are, yeah. Yeah. The, the kind of modeling and the way they move around and stuff. And, and when you hit the boost, it looks, it looks really good.
1: Yeah. It it uh, seems like there's a, probably a decent amount to it. Like, have you, have you gone to the local map and zoomed out until like the galaxy or the solar system map?
0: I did. Yeah. So I, I cleared out that first area no, you did. Uh, okay. and uh, I did all the missions I could there and tried to collect as much stuff as I could. Um, and I'm ready to jump to the next system. Okay, yeah, there's like about.
1: there's like six different, at least I think six different maps, like different locations, kind of open world areas. So, yeah, it seems, so it seems like it's a decent amount of meat in there.
0: So I'll be curious to see, you know, by the time I was mopping up the stuff in there, um, uh, I wanted to get more upgrades and, and make the combat a little different. I, I mean, you can... You, you, if you're not if you're not careful you can get killed pretty quickly there are there are points where i had to change up my strategy instead of just like you know you can target quickly when you're not moving but you're just going to get destroyed so yeah. you always got to kind of be boosting and moving around so it's interesting in that way but um yeah it's it's uh i want i want more with the ship i do want like that drift i want different weapons um I think I, this would be a fun game to play with a flight stick. I haven't tried any of that yet, but it it is arcadey enough and not simmy, but there are enough kind of controls on it where having um, a throttle could be fun. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they support that. I've, I haven't played it, uh, but with a controller. I mean, you're always
1: looking for a reason to hotas. You can Always, it. yeah, seriously. Always. always. Never
0: not it. hotas. Uh, that's Chorus. That's out now. Uh, PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. 40 bucks um and i'll I'll just mention here on the solar ash front i've continued to solar ash my way forward um that game seems to be going on longer than i thought it might Um i'm uh i you know you kind of get those pips for how far you are i saw the
1: world thing is like a almost a world tree kind of thing right yeah it shows your progress
0: yeah so um I think I, you know, I think I still have two more to go, and it's like this world's gonna be fairly long if you're trying to get all the suits. Maybe I'm spending too much time to getting all the suits, but if you're not getting the suits, what are you doing, right? I've gotten all the suits. So far. Mm, I don't know. The suits seem like the thing.
1: Yeah, the suits are I, cool looking. I, I saw. Well, I definitely look. I love these some suits, but yeah, mm-hmm. I saw what was required to get that first optional one, and I was like, ah, maybe not. Just move on to the next area.
0: Wait, you mean to collect them all like to collect the pieces or Yeah, the one or? where
1: you have to find like all the what are what are they? Logs or they're almost like yeah, af- yeah, after yeah. after yeah. images of the character who died whose suit you want like it's like the little yeah. echoes
0: of the like memories. I mean, that's cool cuz it's it's a little bit of narrative context, so it's and you get this and you get the upgrade piece for the suit, but they can be they, they can be a little bit of a pain in the booty to find because yeah. you you have to they're hidden, they don't show up on your scan. Uh the only thing you get is a little symbol uh, in an area, sometimes that kind of shows you the starting point for the run to get this. Year. Yeah, and
1: also like the thing I found in that first big area—the what is it, the broken capital? I think it's called. Like, yeah, like all the architecture, kind of you know, all the buildings more or less <sighs> look like the same, yeah. and like it's a yeah. little hard to keep your bearings and remember, like oh, I I have been up on that top of that building, but not that other yeah. one, and like I just I
0: kinda, didn't like that area.
1: Yeah, and I, then I, I, I got I, to the one after that, and like it looked pretty similar in terms of the visual design. Like, does the game ever like really start changing it up? I forget what's after that.
0: Oh yeah, it does. There's I like, um, I'm up to like the mushroom you just finished the mushroom area. Uh, that, that part's pretty cool. Like it's, it's different and you get different mechanics too, uh, in that area. So I'm, I'm still enjoying it. Is, is it more Tony Hawk?
1: Yeah, definitely. So just like, mm-hmm. do you get an Ollie at some point. No, you grind on Oh, wait, rails. no, I forgot. It's, we It's we a just, grinding game. I, f- I forgot. We decided this is more Jet Set Radio than Tony Hall. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's more grinding. So do you get a t- can of spray paint? What's, what's coming? <laughs> no, uh, no tagging as of yet. Well, I'm trying to... Well, you basically get a thing that is like you have to... Um, you you kind of like hit a you you collect a thing and then you have to get to a door very quickly to open the door so like it's like a timer based thing so you have to grind your way very quickly mm. or kind of Oh quicker. dude i don't know about
1: <laughs> some doing some of those grinding challenges on a time limit. i'm not mm. sure if that's what i'm looking for
0: it might not be uh but i, I liked it so far i'm gonna try and finish it up uh, uh we'll see how it goes just want more suits gotta get more suits i'm always got to get more suits more suits Um, but yeah, I think the thing that I'm probably going to wind up talking about next week is Halo Infinite, if I had to guess. Probably. Uh,
1: That, that, I mean, I was thinking about it this morning, like, in the hours before it actually came out, and, I mean, especially because it was interesting seeing people that reviewed it, like, multiple people out there saying that, like, oh, you know what, Dad, this was a limited-time build, like, my save didn't come over, like, it's kind of like I never played it, but they were all saying, like, I'm going to go play through it again. Okay. And... Like, I was thinking about it, and, like, the game has just reached this mythic status at this point, right? Like, any game with this much of a troubled development, and this much, like, chaos in its release cycle... Yeah. Like, you have to know what it is, right? Like, you've got to see that thing through to the end. Just like Sleeping Dogs. Like, yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, the perfect example. (laughs) But, you know, like, just the the delays and the, again, like, it was supposed to be the launch title for the new Xbox. I mean, it it doesn't hurt that it seems really fun. It's cool, yeah. But, but I mean, just also, like, I just academically... Yeah. It's like, like their flagship game. I've, I've got to know I've got to know what that thing ended up being.
2: I mean, the thing that's really funny is that in a way it still ended up being that because it was still the biggest most like noteworthy marquee thing to come out for Xbox hmm. in the year that followed.
1: I guess I guess you I guess you're not wrong. I
2: what consider is- last year's Xbox launch a soft launch. Like Dude. they put the hardware out there and they're just like,
1: "We'll get there." Dude, like Granted, I got my hands on a Series X before they came out, so I was in a review window where we didn't have access to all the games yet, but when they did that um, Xbox Museum thing a couple weeks ago, remember, mm-hmm, where you could see, mm-hmm. like, oh, here's the first game you played on each Xbox. The first game I ever booted on a Series X was Dead
0: Rising 3, apparently. Nice. That sounds about
1: right. <laughs> like, that tells you how many games there were at launch for that thing.
0: Wait, is it wasn't that a launch on... also a launch on... One?
1: Yes. Dead Rising 3 was an Xbox One launch game, and somehow that ended up being the first game I played on that's Series funny. X because there, we had nothing else to play.
0: I was just going to say, I wonder if that's the first game you launched on your One as well. Uh, uh, now, now you have to make a pattern of it. Now no, the next I, console... I think it was Killer Instinct, number one. <laughs> okay. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely gonna jump on there. I mean, X, the Xbox has done pretty well with their back compat and their FPS boost stuff oh, yeah. too, so they, it's kind of neat to see some of those games brought up really well, uh, for current gen. So, yeah. uh, I had a lot of fun playing through the dishonored stuff on the uh, series X. All right. Should we take a break and come back with some news? Sure. That's the news, news of the world. Mm-hmm. So everybody out there, pause your halo game or actually unpause your halo. And, uh, actually- or, you know,
1: just keep listening as you drive around the open world. Cause that's yeah. true. That's what podcasts are for.
0: Well, the break for you is going to be instantaneous, so don't miss a beat. We're going to be right back after this. This week's show is brought to you by Rocket Money. Rad shoemaker Alex Navarro. I bet you guys have subscriptions.
2: I had a lot of subscriptions. I had too many subscriptions, and at a certain point, I had to drill down. I I had to focus. I had to make sure that I did not have so many subscriptions anymore.
0: You had to take time out of your day. My busy schedule. Your time, which is worth more than anything, to find those subscriptions and cancel. Brad Shoemaker, do you live a subscription lifestyle?
1: I am just a walking monthly bill at this
0: point. <laughs> it's the world we live in. If you need help, boy. Guys, I got, some, uh, I got some news for you. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels... Your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Says here that most people think they're spending $80 on their subscriptions, but in reality, the number is closer to 200. My God, what are we even doing? With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. Rocket Money also lets you monitor all your expenses in one place, recommends custom budgets based on your past spending, and they'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limits. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way. By going to rocketmoney.com nextlander. That's rocketmoney.com nextlander. Rocketmoney.com slash nextlander. Thanks, Rocket Money. This week's show is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Alex Navarro, Brad Shoemaker. You're not going to walk out of the house naked, right? Not if I can help it. You're going to put your VPN on first. Yeah, of course. Of course. One leg at a time like I always do. (laughs) ExpressVPN is the easiest way to browse safely, securely, and just better. I just use expressvpn i was away on a trip i've had expressvpn for a couple of years here when i got on that hotel wi-fi i slipped right into expressvpn one click very easy get in there and then i was able to access the internet, let's say. Yeah, th-
1: th- mm-hmm. what, what are you doing on that vacation there? I
0: was. I had to access my GitHub account, uh-huh. and I was doing yes. some coding, and then sure. I, I used my Express VPN, and then VPNed into my home computer!
1: Likely story.
0: Uh-huh. And then uh, I watched, uh, you know, I watched uh, some videos, uh, you know, and it's That's fast what they enough.
1: all it's, say.
0: It's got great speeds. It was connected very easily. I was even able to stream in HD, problemless on the hotel Wi-Fi and they didn't know it. they didn't know a damn thing it says here you can connect to Express VPN and you won't even realize you have it on which I can vouch for it's pretty seamless so right now go to expressvpn.com slash next lander and you can get an extra three months of Express VPN for free that's expressvpn.com slash next lander to get three extra months of VPN expressvpn.com slash nextlander thanks expressvpn and we are back and it's time for the news news you can use well maybe. yeah can you could definitely maybe. use it for something can you, what would yeah. you use this news for
3: I would uh, I would podcast me- segment
0: Oh, there you go. That's good. Alex Navarro, you have gone through, plucked some news out this week. Yes, Brad Shoemaker's on assignment, so I am now officially newsy Alex Navarro. That's right. right. That that assignment is trying to not have Brad do too much work while being on a faux time I off. I wouldn't print
1: this news out and wipe my windows with it.
0: Wow. D- wow. Okay. Wow. Well, should wow. I just go? Just wow. Go. Just kidding. I right. think uh, I this is news I can use to be better informed about the gaming industry. Thank you very much, Alex there you Navarro. Go. There you go. Inform me it. about the gaming industry.
2: Alright, let me give you some information here about a little game, a little franchise called okay. Battlefield. Mm.
0: I've heard of it. You may I've, have,
2: uh, Maybe you it. you remember it from Battlefield 2042, oh, which yeah. launched last month and everyone seemed to immediately forget about
1: it. I remember it like it was two weeks ago.
0: Why why'd you have to remind me? Because I'm still kind of trying to forget it, it. Was that No, that i
1: want it to be good was that I mean, actually my hard drive ago? forgot it so that was actually two weeks ago wasn't it
0: yeah, yeah. it was like two or three weeks ago at most two. well why are you making why are you bringing up these wounds
2: uh the reason being that uh things are about to get shaken up or are being shaken up in the battlefield universe uh yeah like weather try- man changes yeah. everything that's right yeah really. you know I think the weather thing was maybe not enough to keep things on the rails that they were on because oh,
0: storm's coming.
2: <laughs> the structure of uh, who makes the battlefield for the Electronic Arts has changed. Okay, uh, Dice has traditionally, obviously, been the developer for these games, and I do believe they will still be involved on some level, but uh, they are no longer the head of Battlefield. That's weird. The new head of Battlefield looks a lot like Vince Zampella's head.
0: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's even weirder if it's not Vince Zampella.
2: It is, in fact, Vince Zampella. Uh-oh, it's not okay. just like a giant Zardoz head <laughs> made out of Vince Zampella's uh, head. Okay. Like, it is actually him. Uh, okay. He is heading up the new sort of Battlefield initiative at Uh Not really clear if he is, like... Doing this in addition to uh, Respawn stuff, or if he is kind of shifting his focus that way?
1: That would be my guess. I mean, we we talked about it last week when they announced that they were taking Titanfall off of sale. Yeah. How much his role and the role of Respawn has has ascended inside of EA, especially after the wild success of Apex, right? Like, Yes. Like, he's kind of been moving up the ladder already. I would assume this is just another page in his portfolio, but I can't yep. say for sure.
2: You were probably right about that. But so the way this is going to work is that he is now the head of all things Battlefield and Marcus Leto, uh, who is uh, formerly of the Halo franchise yeah. and is currently has a new studio at, at EA, will uh, be wor- working on efforts to bring world building and narrative into Battlefield.
1: Huh. Hmm. So you mean like so, characters that talk to each other that maybe like crack and quip and like try like to plot s- and try to like steal gold bars and go on wacky hijinks, that kind of narrative.
3: You huh.
2: know, they haven't really specified, like but a, I'm like, just going to say yes. Like, like a, a company
0: a, of like like a company of like bad. Yeah, like like a, yeah, real something? yeah. Yes,
2: no, more like yes. a company of heroes. Oh, okay, okay. Because well, that we'll, trademark has probably lapsed at this point.
0: Alright, what if you what if you were like this soldier, right? And you like and like in like you stuck like this AI in your head, <laughs> mm. <laughs> like listen, It'll work. What you can tell the- a
1: story with that.
0: What if, when you pause the menus, you kind of got this mouse cursory thing that mm. uh, you could use to select your, all your stuff? And everybody's going to hate it at first, but eventually everybody's going to adopt it, and there's going to be no getting around it.
1: Did you see, not to completely derail this news story, that 30th no anniversary Destiny thing they put out? That is just no, like. I
2: did see that, it's yes. It's just like
1: chock full of like, n- totally not Halo weapons. No. i think it's pretty rad i mean like whatever they came up with all that stuff right like that's they, they yeah, it's do a that.
0: reedler it shoots reeds at yes,
1: people
0: <laughs> that's right that's, that's not bad
1: you get hit with Actually, enough
2: very bad but i like
1: it. you get hit, hit with enough reeds and you just
0: break out into <laughs> symphony i don't know uh is, reed hastings is uh, this? is this uh, is this uh okay yeah the tone of this story i got was Every, nobody's talking to each other, some people are kind of mad. Is that, Am I reading the right tone
1: well, from this story? Well, hey, real quick, did we mention that uh, the general manager of Battlefield at DICE, I'm sorry, he was just the general manager of DICE, period. Yes, has, Oscar has de- Gabrielson. Has departed?
2: Yeah, yeah that was going to be my next bit. Okay. Uh, yes, Oscar is out, he is apparently going to spend the next few months uh, getting them up to speed on what the, what's going forward, and then he is uh, on to something else. So what is that how are you reading this? I'm reading this as, and this is just purely my hot take. Mm-hmm. I don't think is real happy with where Battlefield's been at. Okay. I don't think they're real happy with where DICE has been at. Okay. And I think they are pretty happy with how Respawn has been going. Okay. And they're just like, go work your magic.
1: I mean, it's, dude, it's been a rough number of years at DICE with all the Battlefield. or sorry, the Battlefront. Yes. Fiasco, like multiple fiascos, I guess. Not to around. mention
2: all this shit around Frostbite and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, there's just, I, it doesn't feel like the current vibe is very much like DICE is the future of EA
1: right uh, now. DICE has been cranking games out for a very long time
0: at this so point. So, yeah.
2: like, I don't think DICE is going anywhere, to be fair, but like, I, it just seems like maybe they
0: think needs new creative direction. What you're telling me is Disney came to EA. And was like, yeah, who's the guys that made the good Star Wars game for us? From you guys, who's the right. yes. who's that guy? That uh, uh, Vinny guy, Vinny, yes, yes,
1: Vinny, Vinny Reesbon.
0: Yeah, well, get that guy. Well, how come that guy doesn't make the battle the other ones for us? He made the good one. Make him, well, I don't really know about video games. My kids play them, but like they really like that. That, <laughs> that doesn't one. sound
2: anything like John Drake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you bring? Why'd you bring that guy over and put him in charge of this one, and then have him hey, make the good Star Wars games with the, the, the fighting everybody? I don't know. How, I'm going to tell you how you do your job, but uh, you look, know, I'm, look, I'm just, I'm just a humble head in a jar. What do I know about making <laughs> video games? But come on, I, I, what do I, what do I know? I don't know. Anyway, you think about that. I got 27 more Disney properties I got to do after this. <laughs> more franchises I got to concept uh, after this one. Do you know anything about uh, wallpaper? Anyway, you doesn't matter. Anyway, we're gonna do yeah. Disney. There's gonna be a wallpaper thing. It's gonna be great. So I don't know. The tone of this one seemed like shakeups.
2: Yeah, it's time to shake some things up. Let's give this big franchise that we know will make us a lot of money if we do well with it to a company that is currently has a game going that makes us a lot of money. Hmm. That's okay. what I think is happening here.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah. Um. Stick Dice? to the plan, Delorean.
1: Dice is in Stockholm, right?
2: They are Swedish. I don't know if it's specifically Stockholm
1: or not. I I want to say, yes, they are based in Stockholm. It probably is. They are based in Stockholm. I am, like, completely talking out of my ass here. Like, it's pretty much speculation. But if you remember Patrick Soderlund left EA? Mm -hmm. Yes. uh, That was, like,
2: uh, two years ago?
1: Two, three years ago. He has started up another another studio in Stockholm. Okay. That is doing some, like, really impressive technical stuff. Uh, They're actually open sourcing a lot of the stuff that they're doing over there for, like, AI driven character generation huh. and like animation stuff and all kinds of really interesting things. And like, obviously they're not the only other video game studio in Stockholm or whatever, but I do wonder if there's been like some, mm. some talent that has moved around, you know, like I wonder if dice has lost people to other studios or anything like that. They have been around for a long time and EA specifically has been having them crank out games pretty Since- rapidly. Right. Right. I don't it's know like why but
2: my brain is trying to shift the only video game studio in Stockholm into the only living boy in New York, trying mm. to find a way to make that the chorus, and it's just not all the way it's there, but working.
1: like yeah. it
0: won't go away.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just you know they were they were cra- they were leapfrogging Battlefield and Battlefront games for a while, you know. Like I wonder if some people decided maybe it was time to
0: not to mention probably doing a lot of support with Frostbite. Yes. Like, you know, like yeah.
2: A, well, yeah. they've had to do a lot of support with Frostbite because apparently most other studios did not like the way it applied to their games. I-
0: I bet there's some pretty, I bet there's a really interesting tale of, of, of dice within EA and, and, uh, do you you know, like when you guys were probably in the industry long enough to recall a, like how that all came together, dice and EA and, um,
1: uh, if I'm not mistaken, I actually just found my original copy of my battlefield 1942, like a month mm. ago, pretty sure there's an EA logo on that thing. So I think they got bought out. And I had never heard of Dice. I don't think before that game came out. So I think they got acquired like very early on. And that sounds they, right to me. Yeah, are
0: they like some uh, uh, acronym that just got turned into Dice, like Developers know. in Concert.
1: Or I don't like... know. Let's okay. see. Boy, if you type Dice games into Google, you're and gonna have to work up, a little
0: harder than that. <laughs> end
1: up end up on the list of Dice games Wikipedia page. <laughs>
0: You're going to you're uh, have to try a little
1: harder. I can tell you about everything from backgammon to balut to button men to no. chuckle a luck
0: I don't want you to hear about your chuck-a-luck. But. Did you know
1: there's a game called Dice Chess? Yes. Oh, oh Dungeons and Dragons, a dice game. Sure.
0: Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The original dice game. Yeah. Uh, I don't have an answer for you. Okay. I'm sorry. No, we, don't, we don't have to answer all the questions. Dice has been so. at EA for
2: a very long time. I know that.
0: Um, Alex, what else is in the news?
2: Uh, what else is in the news? So, we haven't updated much on Activision recently, and that's because there actually hasn't been a ton of movement as far as, like, where things are at there. You know, Bobby Kotick is still there. They're still being sued. (laughs) Various things are still going on. Uh One development that did come up last week, uh, is that, uh, Raven Software, Mm -hmm. the, uh, studio that is essentially the lead developer on Call of Duty Warzone at this point, though obviously they've been around for a while, uh, They, a bunch of staff there walked out because of layoffs within the QA department. Mm. Um, apparently at various points, Activision has been telling people within that realm that, you know, like people that were on contract would be made full time. I'd seen some scuttlebutt about some people actually moving to like the place where Raven is based to, you know, to, in, in the hope, like the likelihood of potentially getting full time work. And some of those people may have been the ones laid off. Mm. Uh, and people were real unhappy about this within the company. And so a number of people walked out uh, in protest uh, a couple of days in a row, I believe. And the ho- the demand is that these people be brought back and brought on uh, full time. And so Activision responded to this by trying to say, you know, we are converting approximately 500 temporary workers to full time employees in the coming months. Unfortunately, as part of this change, we've also notified 20 temporary workers across studios that their contracts would not be extended. That answer did not quell the the, the unrest there. Um, and, you know, this, I think, separate from all the other things going on from Activision, this is one of those things where, like, QA departments are generally very undervalued. Yeah. It, they, these days, they very heavily rely on contract work versus full-time. Right. And... Uh, you know, in a, in a thing like Warzone, which makes Activision a shit ton of money and is a live service game that needs to be QA'd constantly, this felt like a thing. It seems like this may have been a thing that just kind of broke the back, you know, like of just like, hey, this is too much. We can't do the, the
1: deal is It makes me wonder, like you say, QA is undervalued. I wonder if they were also under resourced because mm. distinctly possible like, because you hear about like even even in more recent years as like there's been a campaign to like reduce crunch and like make you know, work conditions more livable for game developers. Like you also hear stories about how QA just like mysteriously does not get included in those efforts, you know? Oh yeah. Oh, like if you're, you know, artists and programmers and so forth, have had some new policies instituted, but none of them apply to QA. So if
2: anything, it seems like things have gotten worse since the brief year I spent doing QA back in 2001, because I, you know, I wasn't getting benefits, but like I got a full, you know, like $15, $20 an hour, salary you know i was paid pretty well reasonably well for my work for what it was you know obviously there was a lot of people a lot of dangling of like oh you know maybe we'll move you into other (sighs) development positions maybe we'll keep you on and then inevitably people will get laid off at the end of every year but like you know it seems like as as they have shifted more into contract work and remote work and just sort of like these qa agencies that they will hire to kind of do these work do this work like the reliance has has not really changed, but the like, compensation has greatly gotten worse.
1: Right, and also just again, like a workforce thing, like it, it's possible that like in addition to in a principled way they are doing this walkout, they may also be saying like, hey we were barely getting by with the people we had and now you're trying to make us do more with less mm, like, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Like, like, no, this is not acceptable. I For I don't one
2: know. of the most popular live service games, like in console gaming right now. Right. And PC for that matter. Yeah.
0: No. Also, and you mentioned in the story as well the kind of mis messaging or maybe mishandling of the messaging leading up to some of the layoffs. Of you know,
2: mishandling messaging seems to kind of be part right. for the course with
0: them these days. So <laughs>
1: like, yeah, like maybe maybe just let this one ride. Like maybe think about where your company is at and just think like, hey, maybe we could just like
0: maybe be a leader in that space and uh, do this right now. De- definitely, uh, definitely, just on the kind of heels of what you guys talked about, a long time have heard complaints from not every QA department, but you know, uh QA departments in general get a a vibe that it is the most disposable. Uh, you know, like Oh the, yeah, that is tr- always tr- treated, how it's been treated. Treated as the most disposable. But also at the same time maybe like one of the most crucial. Like for yeah. if, if you have a poorly run QA department. Um yeah, You I've don't want your other developers there. doing
2: QA for you because right. QA for you because they have other things to do. You yeah. need to have dedicated people doing this. Right, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Thanks for that update. That's uh... so.
2: shout out to the Raven workers. I hope everyone that, you know, was laid off. If they don't bring them back, at least finds, you know, their way to to better employment. And, you know, I hope they get what they want.
1: Also, I guess worth mentioning after some amount of public pressure, Activision will not be involved with the game awards.
2: Oh, that is true. This yes, week. there was a brief kerfuffle. Uh, where uh there was an interview with Keely and he was asked about the Activision stuff and he kinda gave a eh, I'll be real, just kind of a mealy-mouth answer about it of, you know, needing to be very careful about managing their relationships and all that stuff. And after about a day of people yelling at him, he was like, Okay, Activision is not actually on the show except for the games they're nominated for.
0: Okay, so no no debuts or whatever. But there
2: is also an Activision executive that is on the board for that Game Awards thing,
0: so I imagine that was a thorny thing to have to sort out you know nah i was gonna say you'd think you'd think you'd think i was gonna say you'd think somebody would be able to read the room and uh, uh, even at that level but you know what i'm not sure any of these people can read period <laughs> the only right. thing they can read is their bank statement yeah that's right that's right uh the stock ticker uh yeah. alex what's up next
2: uh, this one is firmly in the rumor category, but I'm going to say I fr- firmly believe that this is actually going to happen. Okay. Um. So there was some reporting in Bloomberg that uh, Sony has their own Xbox Game Pass uh, service in the works. Um. This is currently uh, codenamed Spartacus. Spartacus. Love it's it. Fucking why not? Why not? Why uh, not? And so this service would effectively combine... Uh, PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. So you would get, you know, the the whatever cloud gaming services you have as part of Now, plus, you know, what you normally would get with Plus, which is, you know, free games every month. Uh, And it sounds like they were talking about adding some PS1, PS2, and PSP games to this service, potentially at a higher tier of subscription.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the rumor is three tiers of pricing. And pres- presumably tier one would be the existing offering at the existing price? Okay.
2: Yeah, that which sounds is, right.
1: Which is what? 50, plus is still 50 bucks a year, right?
2: It is $50 a year, yes.
1: Um, which makes you wonder, like, what does the highest tier look like in terms of pricing?
2: I, I- mean, I imagine they probably... No, they have to be competitive with Game Pass in terms of pricing. Like, they can't just come out with, like, a hella more expensive version of it that doesn't necessarily have all the, uh, the bells and whistles that Game Pass currently has. And I also wonder if they have taken a look at what Microsoft has done with their Backward Compat stuff. I know they don't prioritize that stuff the same way, but I feel like if they come out with a limp offering of, like, old PlayStation games that don't really have any kind of, like, any kind of coat of paint on them, Mm. I feel like that is not going to be received well, especially if they're talking about charging more money for them.
1: What is it? So I think I'm I'm guessing, just reading between the lines, it's like tier one would just be the existing PlayStation Plus. Tier two is where you would get your Game Pass style, like here's a bunch of recent games you can play. And then tier three is all that plus streaming and old games. I think that's right.
2: That seems correct. But again, this is all rumored at this point. So So, it's who knows where it may end up.
1: I don't know. I mean, I, I looked at a, there was a, a story about this on Video Games Chronicle that dug up like multiple quotes from both Sean Layden and Jim Ryan about yeah. how infeasible it is for them to offer a Game Pass style service because they're like, they're like, hey, our first party game budgets are routinely like surpassing a hundred million dollars. <laughs> like, mm. it's pretty tough to break even on development costs like that when you are charging people a flat nine ninety nine a month. So
0: you're saying uh, at the very least if they offered their first party stuff for as part of the bundle right like 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 that's what like like microsoft does where it's like hey
1: literally everything we make is out day and date on game pass and like that you know they flat out said like hey you have to run this thing as a loss leader if you're going to there's no other way to make triple a games in this day and age and like practically give them away like this
2: but at the same time though like and, and granted microsoft is probably taking a loss on some of these but like a Halo Infinite, I'm pretty sure, would have cost a comparable amount to a major PlayStation exclusive. You well, know, sure. Maybe, maybe Forza, Forza Horizon 5 doesn't because they're working on an existing infrastructure and, you know, just it's, it's less stuff that they have to build for it. But, like, they do make AAA games that also cost a lot of money. They paid billions of dollars to own Bethesda, well, and then they just started putting their entire library on there.
1: Well, that's the difference. Microsoft has yeah. way deeper pockets than sony does and they're way more willing to throw huge amounts of money away to gain the market share
2: i don't know if i believe that that they have way deeper pockets no, i mean, I like, mean great a playstation it, division i know is more separate from the rest of sony but like,
1: like by by market cap microsoft is a massively bigger
2: microsoft company than is, sony. okay they got but uh
0: yes they did,
2: but could
1: they just, spend that do they have the money
2: to
0: spend potentially on those no. exclusives being on a service like that i feel like they could so so i i think i think there's probably an argument to be made also if you look at where Microsoft, I mean, Microsoft read the tea leaves and basically, I think, got people in the Microsoft ecosystem to make money off the backs of transactions within right. games, right? And I think Sony's offerings are mostly their first-party stuff has been big blockbuster third-person narrative or non-online, non-transactional games that don't have a microtransaction system in them. Like, you're not buying stuff in God of War. You're not buying stuff in Last of Us. You're not even buying stuff in Spider-Man. Um, you know, if, if Spider-Man counts in, in, in that realm, but, uh, you know, look at halo, you're going to be able to buy stuff in halo, like yeah. you're going to spend money in that ecosystem. And, you know, if you give the game away from free for free, you're not giving the microtransactions away for free. You're, you're, you're getting people in. I mean, I'm at the point where, you know, I trying to sell my brothers on getting into the Microsoft ecosystem because I think game pass is a great deal, but it's not necessarily all for free you know you're you're gonna get people in and then you buy the dlc and all the other stuff on top of games now and i think microsoft did a. who knows what the economics of it are somebody must uh but i think sony makes different products you know yes but the other side of that though is that like if they want to put a premium
2: on our big exclusive titles and we don't necessarily want to make this part of subscription they got a library you know yeah. and if they want to focus on hey we have this incredible lineup of old PlayStation mm-hmm. games going all the way back to PS4 even if you yes. want to just keep the PS5 stuff out of it at least at launch and then put those PS5 games on there like a year after they come out or something
1: there's still something to that yeah that's yeah yeah i i i said that a bunch of times last year when all those rumors going around that the PS5 would have hardware backwards compatibility for mm. old games on disc which i still wish like anything they had gotten in there cuz the yeah. patents there were patents filed around it and stuff like that but like you know, like think about the cachet that the PlayStation brand has oh, yeah. carried over the years, and like the just rabid nostalgia for PS One and PS Two in particular. Like,
0: it's Nintendo like. Yeah, it is, it's uh, it's up
1: there. Yeah, it's yeah. like approaching that stuff. So if like they put a healthy library of the you know the history of PlayStation out there, that yeah. people could just play it, pay a flat rate for, then like. I, I could I could see that carrying some weight, for sure. And
2: if they do any work to those games, even if it's just a little bit of that, you know, like, you know, up-sampling, you know, like, frame rate boost type stuff, like, I feel like that is a win for them, especially considering, you know, how much shit Jim Ryan got <laughs> for talking about how, you know, old games don't really matter to them that much, which that's, he's since walked back. That's,
1: that's the amazing thing, yeah. is that regardless of what they do in the future, those quotes will never go away. <laughs> like, all those quotes of his about how old games are meaningless. I mean, Don Madrick
2: might as well be a missing person at this point, and that's still the only thing anyone remembers about him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, best of luck. I, I hope it's a good service. And- they, they have, to do,
1: something. They cannot they have just, to do something. They cannot just sit on their laurels while Game Pass continues to take over.
0: I mean, I, I'll just bring up two. Microsoft and Game Pass and well, let's say Xbox that they, they kind of go by. They're they're spending money. Going back to the financial thing, I mean, look at the studio acquisition stuff to tell you how much capital they have or money that Microsoft is willing to dump into the Xbox department. Yeah. Like they are, yep. they are not to be taken lightly when it terms in terms of resources they are willing to spend in that space. And I think Sony Sony has felt like not that they they operate on austerity, but like they have always felt like they operate on their own money from Sony proper. Like they're very cut and d- distinct Sony games. Um, what, I mean, they're, they're not out there. They have bought some studios, but they're not out there buying studios at the level of a Bethesda.
2: No. And um, the other thing is that like, again, you know, as much as you can win one of these things at this point, cause everything's kind of off cycle and weird now, but like they more or less won the last generation, mm-hmm. you know, like they, they, were very successful with the PS4, so they didn't come in with a plan to do something wildly <laughs> different from what you know was successful right. for them. Whereas Microsoft again. had right.
0: a PR war to win. Yeah. Yep. Yep. They came in at the PS4 from the PS3, where they had to come back, and they did. Uh, and I think going into this one, it's you know, it's funny. Next, maybe we'll be having a different tune if there is a next generation uh, uh, where Microsoft is trying to play catch up. It's just, it's interesting. Whoever wins, we win that's uh
1: that's what i say interesting i like that better than the alternative yeah yeah
0: Yeah. i hope i hope good services i mean the looking down the road here it's gonna be subscription services at some point i feel like we're gonna have a platform agnostic subscription services between you know pc subscription-based things like epic and steam and we'll probably have a third one if in the next 15 years consoles You'll be just playing stuff on your TV app that'll be streaming uh, games. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. It's going to be... I don't think subscriptions are going away. That's Vinny Caravella's 2021 Pretty hot take. Yeah. Safe assumption, yes. Uh, Alex, any more news you want to talk about? Yeah, we got a couple more here
2: real quick. Uh, this is a dumb story. <laughs> I'm just going to phrase okay. this right now just Great. so everyone knows. Um, and I cannot believe I am taking the side of Joseph Ferris, but I am very much doing so on this story. Oh, what so, do you think take Ferris? two publisher of video games, has uh, forced the makers uh, of It Takes Two, the, uh, the, the Hazelight game, the co-op game that Brad, you and I played some of earlier this year, uh, to abandon their trademark for the title because it has the words Take Two in it.
1: This is a bit much, I think.
2: So what this means does not mean that they have to stop selling It Takes Two but it does mean that if ever they were to, it, EA were in a position where they would feel like they needed to challenge, let's say, a Take Two Interactive over use of the name in a trademark thing, they can't do that anymore. They can't defend the trademark. I hate this. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> and so Take Two has apparently been on a little bit of a tear with this stuff. Uh, they have been making a lot of claims about owning the word rock star, the word bully a variety of other things that are titled, you know, within the take 2 Um, And, look, I mean, I think all of this kind of copywriting of names sucks shit, but, like, this is also one of those cases where, like, it really doesn't hurt you to not be this much of a dick, but this is just the way they are apparently deciding to conduct this business.
0: The only one that has a claim to Take-Two and Rockstar is Rob Bass i agree uh, with that it, takes it does two, take two to make a thing go right or in this case very much it takes two to make a thing go make, very make,
1: make hazelites trademark <laughs> go out of sight
0: yes there so, it is you got it's there very... i appreciate okay. it okay. yeah okay. yeah well i need rob Bass's take i need his two takes on all of this to know if are they are they going to come for it are they going to come for rob Bass next is that what you're saying that... I think they're coming for Rob Base next. Are, Gosh. They, are
1: they coming for the Rockstar Energy brand?
0: You know, I bet they would if they could.
1: Mm, if they didn't too...
2: feel like that Rockstar money was too much. But, you know, a company like Hazelight, yes, that game was put out by EA. But, you know, Hazelight is not a huge studio. And so they can just say, like, hey, no, we're bigger than you. Yeah, that's
1: that seems <sighs> unnecessary.
2: And I, to be clear, it's not that I hate Joseph Ferris or anything. I have enjoyed, well, I enjoy Brothers. But I've just never been a big fan of his shtick within mm, the industry. I, but on this, in this case, I'm very firmly on the side of Hazelite.
0: Sure. Yes. Yes. That is a pretty easy side to choose. There. You cannot trademark things like Civilization, like and, and expect that to be. I uh, you know, Bethesda successfully
1: defended Scrolls as being their property. Oh, if you have the wrong. right lawyers, you can say
2: anything and claim
0: anything. I want to see, uh, I want to see, uh, you know, uh, uh, Gotti family versus take two, uh, uh, for the term mafia, uh, you know, like, Oof. you know, as it, you know, put that one to court, uh, uh John, John Gotti
1: jr. Totally reformed. He's a good guy.
0: No, still, he's, maybe he wants to write a book, you know, write a book like, Every time I'm fucking Gotti, I want to talk to you. No, I'm sorry, you can't. We made we made a game that kind of uh uh, uh parodied uh, mafia stuff back in the day, and uh, you know, um, so we kind of have a claim to it too. So we were the mafia people. Um, also, uh, you are not not allowed to say take two anymore. Just uh heads up. Thank you, Gotti. Not, not allowed. They're both in. No, just not allowed to say it. Even you gotta yeah. uh, uh get, I know, ridiculous. Speaking of ridiculous, you can't get more ridiculous. Than that.
2: Oh, no, no, mm. we're going to get there. Uh, so NFTs, people no. love it when we talk about these things. And believe me, I'd rather be talking about anything else. But uh, we are now on the cusp of actual NFT things happening in video <laughs> games. So therefore, unfortunately, we have to talk
1: about dude, it. dude. I, I cannot really. believe how fast they turned this around and like put a brand on it and established a business model and said, here we go. We're ready to sell them to you.
2: Well, to be fair, they jammed it into Ghost Re- Recon Breakpoint, <laughs> a game that uh, if it all goes horribly wrong, no one's really going to notice. Yeah, I mean, that, so. is
1: the, that is the most hilarious thing about this whole thing. That is, they, is really funny. They picked, they, they picked the two and a half year old Ghost Recon game that nobody likes to begin with to debut their NFT technology. The
2: I 300 have to- people still playing that game online on PC are going to be stoked. Like, like, okay, well, this, this two just-
0: things. One Ghost. I am still playing, Ghost Recon. Okay, so the other right.
2: 299 people playing. I, I
0: cannot
1: wait for the Viddy Caravella trip report <laughs> on Ghost Recon A Breakpoint. Quartz? God, NFTs? D- is that digits? what it's
2: called? Quartz is the platform, I believe, for their NFT U- Ubisoft stuff.
1: Quartz? Yes. A- Quartz is the platform. A digit is an individual token. Is that correct?
2: That is correct. So what they are giving you here, and by giving, I mean selling you through the blockchain or what have you. Uh, is these cosmetic items that you can get for your character that have their own serial number on them so they know it's yours. Uh, And as far as I can tell, it's like helmets and shit. That's kind of it that's, right that's now. That's what the trailer
1: shows. I Listen, yeah. the one aspect of the story that I can get down with is the extremely prominently displayed... Unique serial number on every cosmetic item, <laughs> like that is the kind of stupid that I think is actually hilarious. About, but this. do you
2: need the blockchain to do something mm-hmm. like that? Even
1: though everything else about this sucks. So,
0: so in this story, yeah, in this story, okay, couple yes, of things. Go on. w- w- okay, one thing in the story uh, I read on Polygon, they're they're making a point of saying that they're doing proof of stake versus proof of work, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of them trying to say, hey, we're investigating or we're testing out the kind of um, uh, implication environmental implications of this, right? Because proof of stake supposedly is much less, has much less of an impact. So uh, they say, uh, on the energy it costs to do this stuff. So it was interesting to even see that recognized as, as a thing. Obviously, they have looked into what NFTs are since we saw the, <laughs> the problems with NFTs. But the other thing is like in this story, they talk about how outside of the Ubisoft ecosystem, somebody could sell this stuff. Now that might be a little further down the down the road, but they don't go on to say what that marketplace might look like, right? right? So I think probably within a Ubisoft ecosystem, do you need this? Probably not. I don't where's the other part of this where you're able to sell these things off I think you, Ubisoft. You can, yeah, you can off sell it off
1: off platform, right? I believe Yeah, is, is so case, that's what they're yeah. getting
0: at. So like how does that work, right? That's the bigger thing of like brad how do you take your helmet with your serial number and then what are the tools and what is the mechanism by which you sell that to me what is the take on ubisoft's part what is what is your receipt on that your lineage on that when i then sell that to somebody else and sell that to somebody else are you still getting that percentage like two percent on every sale
1: saying you're in the market for new helmet
0: if it's got a six serial number, i got
1: one right dude the number on this thing is so low Oh, is it six six six? It's like a, like a four-digit serial number, man.
0: Oh, that's you early this on. You oh, this man. oh man, oh man. I don't. Saying. I don't
1: know. I mean, I don't know. I, I assume that's where the blockchain comes in in terms of how you authenticate. Ownership I guess and I don't know for purchases and stuff. I fucking I don't
0: know. I don't know. I I none of this. I I mean, listen. I understand more now than I did early on in the NFT stuff of like. How this stuff works, but I, I'm kind of with you, Alex. Like, what are we getting at here, right? Like, what we're getting at here
2: is they are trying to find a way to mi- have this thing make money for them, and this is them dipping the tiniest of toes into the tiniest bit of water here to see just how bad this might blow up in their face if it uh, doesn't go well.
1: Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, Ubisoft is the the king of early adoption, right? And throwing yes. stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. Like they're there day one on every new platform and every new peripheral, and now every new uh, distributed authentication technology.
0: It's. I, I was going to say, the second thing I was going to say was, yeah, man, stuffing this into Breakpoint is definitely your like, 5.59pm post, mm-hmm. Friday mm-hmm. news post <laughs> thing. I'm yep. like, we just got to yes. sneak this in This somewhere. is a no-tap apology of a launch.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Ghost, Recon, Ghost Recon Breakpoint is definitely the 5pm Friday of video <laughs> yep. games. It's just totally, like, extremely.
0: <laughs> they're gonna get this out there. Just like, uh, if you could just not write about this, would also yes. be very good. Just like, mm-hmm. we're just gonna let this one kind of ride for a little bit.
1: My other, my other favorite thing is how prominently they describe this as, uh, described these as a uh, quote playable and energy efficient NFTs. That's
0: right. Mm. This is the proof of like stakes, they,
1: though. They, well, I know, but I mean, the jury—it's like streaming thirty seconds of video, <laughs> man. As far as, as far as I know, the jury is still out on how much difference that's actually going to make in mm-hmm. the long run. But they are very in your face about like they're put it another way, they are very aware of the criticisms. Well
0: that's to saying, to yeah, be. Yeah. After like, they have they have learned a lot since not, their initial
1: uh they are not bungling their way into this. They know exactly why people don't like it and they're just like, Oh, trust us, we fixed everything, it's fine.
0: Uh I think the other thing this story said was this will mostly be or this coming out of the gates going to be PC focused. So I am I am playing Breakpoint yeah. on the uh, for people asking why am I pro- playing Breakpoint? It's the game that um after Outriders was the thing that uh, it was on sale and so my family, my brothers and I got into it um to kind of just play. It's a chat room. It's a chat room and it's fun to I see them talk to them once a week and we play. So we do we don't even know what's going on. I that I have played a lot of that game at this point. It is not good in terms of... But it's fun to play around with other people in it. Uh, uh In terms of, like, playing with my brothers and doing that stuff in it. But that story in that game... Yeah. It's, it's, it's a piece not, of work. Not, not,
1: not a big fan of... the Actor whose name I can't remember?
2: Berenthal. Oh, John Bernthal is fine. Like, yeah. he's not the necessarily the problem
0: with that game. It's the everything else. If he were in more of that game, I might enjoy it more. Mm, fair. Uh, they, that... I, I mean, the game's old now. That game that season or that, that the whatever it was that game ended and your character just kind of looks at the camera or something and is just like oh, that's not it's not the end of it and then you have to buy the expansions and like then you buy the other seasons of it just weird. I mean, I will say one nice thing about that: you're playing with a group. Only one person has to buy the expansion stuff, oh. and everybody gets to play those missions. So well, that's actually that's actually kind of nice. How generous of them! Yeah. So yeah. when I am done with it, Brad, I will put it on the marketplace. Oh, of course, and then, yes. uh, you can buy that. Yes. Uh, hopefully, see how come they can't figure that out? How come I can't sell that? Let me sell my expansion that I don't, my season pass. I don't want to use anymore. I think you know. I think I know. I think I know. Not what. Not what they're talking about. Um. Is that it for the... Uh... That's all I got. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was this... Uh, I'm going to add this little thing in here. There was this Matrix experience. Oh, yes. I'm preloaded it, and ready. What is uh, Reload. Matrix preloaded. Yes. What? Uh, nobody knows what this thing is. It's some kind of... It's just like the Matrix. What like, is the Matrix it's experience? A, it's
1: some kind of Unreal Engine 5-based tech demo that I'm guessing is going to be a virtual Keanu Reeves head.
0: Like like full virtual? like a, I don't
1: know. I don't know. We'll see. I mean... I actually genuinely really want to see it because it's not like there's been a lot of ue five stuff out there to mess with, you know?
0: So if people, if people want to see this or get in on this, when is where and how would this, I think thing? it,
1: I think it unlocks right after the game awards. I think you're right. That's Pro- uh, I assume they're going to debut something about the matrix there. Keanu and then,
2: Reeves and Carrie and Moss are also going to be at the, game Oh, awards, right. So. Right. So
1: yeah, I downloaded it on Xbox and booted it up and it just boots to a countdown as of right
0: now. Uh, the the pitch here is quote, a glimpse into the future of interactive storytelling and entertainment in the boundary-pushing cinematic and real-time tech demo that is this a Matrix, the Matrix Awakens. Uh, that is December 9th after the, the game awards or... Yeah. Oh no, they so. woke it up. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I really Matrix mess Awakens.
1: Cause they, yeah, I mean, like, they haven't really shipped much of anything on UE5 yet, right? So... now I like playing with engine demos. Don't hold it against me.
0: I hope you can, I hope there's a little finger p- mouse pointer thing and you can stretch Keanu Reeves's face and wiggle his nose yes. just like Mario. Yes, that's, yes, that's truly uh, the power of... P- poke Keanu Reeves in the nose <laughs> and have him go, Woohoo!
3: Yep. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: his trademark. Yeah. Or have him, you poke him in the nose and he goes, I love you too! <laughs> what did he say on the stage? Here, is that what uh, it was- uh, oh God, what is it? Um... You? You're breathtaking. breathtaking, breath, breathtaking.
1: Uh, I think breathtaking is the term. I was gonna say okay. mind blowing. I'm pretty sure it's breathtaking. All
0: right. Well, listen, all of you out there, you're breathtaking. Uh huh. You like that? Uh, what about that's me? You're breathtaking. Aww. You're taking my breath away. Aww, Alex, is like the
1: famous it. guy, Aww. but he said something cool about me. I feel so special.
0: That's now me. you can get me to say you're breathtaking on the blockchain. I will say it to you individually. <laughs> that's right you can get it you can go do it on uh oh man i forgot the name of the service the cameo Cameo. you do it on cameo and Mm -hmm. then nft that and then put that on the blockchain but only proof stake thank you that is going to do it for this week's show thank you everyone for listening to this week's show we're probably going to talk about more halo infinite next week that's my that's my guess what we're going to do there. Uh, I want to thank everybody for supporting us. I want to thank everyone who has watched our stuff. I want to thank everyone who has listened to our stuff. I even want to thank people who've thought about listening to our stuff that maybe haven't had a chance to do it yet. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the club. And yeah. a thank you to you. Then, if this is your first time listening, did you know you could also go to places like patreon.com slash nextlander and see a whole array of of different tiers. I'm sure there's one that fits you there. You can check them all out over there. Different tiers for different folks. Mm-hmm. There is a tier it's so called. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's that famous the phrase. So you used to watch after Ducktales. different mm-hmm. tiers for different folks. Uh, You could could join all the different tiers. Probably just join one, Mm. I assume. We don't have to join them all. But there is a tier of the mysterious benefactors that get their names read on this here show. Turns out, this is my week to do some reading. So, not only do you get to hear this beautiful, cold-like voice uh, throughout the show, now you get to hear your name on Extra Special bonus. You brought your baritone. I'm gonna have to get down real low in there. All right, <clears throat> here we go. Starting with our mysterious benefactors Evan Poon, No One, Vinnie's Giant Booga Boogas, Rob M., Nelson LeBlanc, James Smith, Skywarp, John Hubbard, Sean Miller, Jack Einicker, Nick Donegan, Evan Cook, Mark Wilhelm, J.M., Jerry Lee, Gary Pejski, Matt, Conrad Kuzmin, Robert Fisher, Joseph Reagan, John McInnes, hashtag BunnyCrimes, crimes, Peter Reardon, Thomas Lynn, Jad Rita, Statics, Andrew Jackson, Bacon Monk, Chris Barkhurst, Anders Boogay. Boogay. Uh, what'd you say, Brad? Boogay? Bu- bu- Booga. Andrews Booga. We're going to go with that. We're going it a lot on that one. <laughs> Devin Maestro Hall. Brian Murphy. Kevin Velado, Randy Duax. Mark Allenbach. Aaron Gonzalez Beer. Andrew Teepkin, It Me JP. Edward Cheek. Andrew Slosky. Steve Lynn. Richard Welsh, aka Hired Noobs. Matthew Herrig. Rick Button. And Tyler Treese. Thank you to everyone. Thank you to our mysterious benefactors. Yeah. Thank you for all the support. I don't know. I if concur. I've ever Just said this you know. before, but um, we could not do this without you.
1: Just want to let you know I'm with you.
0: <laughs> you have my support. Um, no, thanks, everybody. We've got uh, some more stuff coming up this week, but if you missed it from uh, the previous days in the week, there is some binary domain happening. Uh, you can go check that out. Our archive is up on YouTube. We've got that video on Halo, Brad mentioned. That is currently up as well, that archive. We've got some more Guardians of the Galaxy. Maybe a little bit of a sleeper hit for some. Or maybe not so sleeper. Maybe just a hit. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and then, uh, Alex, you're going to play some uh, Fights in Tight Spaces. Yes, this I week. Am and then Friday. Tomorrow, in
2: fact. Or today, depending on when you're listening to this.
0: Depending on when you're listening. What is time? What is space? And then we're going to have a stream on Friday, and then we're going to be back again the week after. Probably the week after that. Mm. We might do a little something different during the week after that. (laughs) Depending on the holidays. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, we're gearing up towards the end of the year. Let's make 2021 2021. Huh?
2: Uh, I think we need to workshop that slogan a little bit. Sure. Uh,
0: Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's make 2021
2: 2020 fun. Ooh. I I
0: don't know if that's possible. Let's Let's
2: Let's make make the last few weeks of
0: 2021 (laughs) as 2020 fun as possible. Let's make it 2020 done. And then uh that I can get behind. Yeah, and then we can move into 2020 take two. Mm Uh don't say that loud. I'm gonna file I'm gonna file that. Let's see how that goes. All right everybody, thank you very much. We'll be back next week.